Welcome to By the Water with me, your host, James G. Today, well, for those of you who are interested, Super Bowl Sunday. The Kansas City Chiefs take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And here in good old Missouri, it is a very non-comfortable 9 degrees with cloudy skies. And tonight we're having snow flurries here with a low of 3 below. So... Hopefully, wherever you are, whether you're in cold country with snow, you're keeping warm, or maybe you're in some place like Nevada, Arizona, Hawaii, where it's nice and comfortable in shorts and t-shirts, you're enjoying yourself on this weekend. I'm going to look at a couple of passages today, and everybody's favorite subject, taming the tongue. Oh no, James G., I can't listen to this. Sometimes we have to share and present the gospel even when it makes us uncomfortable. Maybe that's because it's trying to tell us something or maybe it's trying to tell us that we need to do a little better at what we're doing. Not a bad thing. God disciplines his children because he loves us and he wants the very best for us. So we're going to look at Proverbs. We're going to look at the book of James and we're going to look at Ephesians. So... We'll go ahead and get started. I will open this in prayer. Our most gracious and merciful Heavenly Father, we come before you on this day, thanking you for another day that you have given to us, another day that you're allowing your breath to work through our bodies. Help us to always remember, Lord God, that you are in control of every, every situation that we could ever face and go through. I thank you for your word. I thank you that it speaks truth into our lives each and every day. Help us to apply it to our lives. Help us to humbly and gently share it with those around us with gentleness and love as your son did. We ask these things, Lord, and I ask that as I take these next few minutes to look at scripture, that I would step aside and that you would speak through me and have me say what you need for people to hear as they're listening to this podcast today. Help us to have ears to hear, spiritual eyes to see, and a heart softened and open to your word. And ask these things in your son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. Taming the tongue. I'm going to look at Proverbs 15.1 first. And again, I'm reading from the King James Bible. And Proverbs 15.1 says, A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. It's a simple little verse. But if we look at the word grievous... That means something bad, something serious, something unpleasant could be said uh, in the midst of of our conversations with somebody. And that can stir up the anger, especially if you're in an argument and you're trying to get your point across. Don't yell or use words that are harmful and hurtful. But instead, use a soft answer. Use 
your quieter voice to try to get your point across to that person or persons that you might be having an issue with. You know, I look at um, when I used to work in the hotel industry and the airline industry and reservations and even doing TDY from the hearing to the deaf community, you know, in the break room, hearing people talk and goof around and joke and sometimes make fun of somebody. I might not have said something. I should have spoken up and possibly have defended that person or say I disapprove of this conversation and walk away. But I didn't. How many times do we stand by and listen to somebody joke or say something harsh or coarse or gossip about somebody else and we don't either step in to defend that person or we just sit there or stand there and listen to it. We are just as guilty of being a part of that conversation if we don't turn and walk away from it. And we're going to jump over here and look at James, uh, chapter 4. Let me see here. James, chapter 4. All right, here we go. We have it out here. And, um, you know, we might not approve of the conversation that's being taken place. Then, as believers... We need to do our part, and we need to stand up to that person or persons and say, Look, I don't agree with what you're saying. I don't like what you're saying. You may think what you would think of me, but I am disagreeing with this conversation, and I'm walking away from it. You know, so we look at James chapter 4, and we'll look at uh, verses... Let's see. We'll start at verse 3 and we'll go through verse 10 of James chapter 4. Verse 3 says, Behold, we put bits in the horses' mouths that they may obey us. And we turn about their whole body. Behold, also... The ships, which though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm. Withsoever the governor liketh. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity, so is the tongue among our members, that it 
defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. For even, sorry, for every kind of beasts and of birds and of serpents and of things in the sea is tamed and hath been tamed of mankind. So, you know, James is saying here, giving us two examples of things that are controlled by bigger things. For example, like he said, the bit for a horse's mouth. You get the the horse to obey you, to be obedient to you, by using that bit. Same with a ship, the helm. It's small, but you can guide your ship in fierce winds with the helm and get the ship to go where you want it to go. And so when he's saying that about those things and then goes into talking about taming all kinds of creation you know beasts birds serpents things in the sea whatever it is we're using our tongue to control and to tame those creatures as well so the tongue is a good thing when we use our tongue in the right way in the right manner of which we should and that is by being obedient to our Heavenly Father and not saying anything bad of somebody or gossiping or making uh, jokes that are inappropriate. And it says in verse 8 of James chapter 4, But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessings and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. You know, and and James in that verse, you know, he's right. We have a tendency to say something, for example, of someone having road rage and you're driving down the road and somebody cuts you off and you yell obscenities and curses at them. Granted, they most likely won't be able to hear you, but that's not the point. You hear yourself and God hears us. And yet we go to a Bible study five minutes later or we pull into the church parking lot on a Sunday morning for praise and worship after just cursing somebody for cutting us off. And we go into this church service and we praise God at the same time as we worship him after we just did what we did outside. That is so true that we do do those things. And... We need to be better, including myself, at using our tongue for good, using our tongue to uplift people, to encourage people, to help people, to pray for people, to not condemn them, to make fun of them, to 
gossip about them or use our tongues for coarse joking. And I get caught up in that at times more than I like to admit because it's easy to get carried away into a conversation. And sometimes we do it because we don't want to be judged by our fellow man. But we need to take responsibility for our tongue and our actions and do the right thing. And we need to walk away from the situation. And before we do anything else, we need to ask God for forgiveness of sin for what he did. Because when we do those things, we offend God, our creator of heaven and earth, the creator of us, the creator of his sons and daughters. He is our father. And we need to ask God for forgiveness. God cannot stand sin. It doesn't matter. Oh, James, what's a little sin? Me saying something cursing and me going out and robbing or whatever. No. Sin is sin. And we need to be repentant when we feel the prompting of the Holy Spirit upon us and ask for forgiveness for our sin. In this case, in this situation, that's our tongue. And, you know, we cannot and should not praise God and curse man at the same time. But we do. That's our sinful nature. Our first reaction is our sinful nature reaction to retaliate, to strike back. And God says, no, 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 no. You are a new creation in me. You were baptized with the old and reborn with the new man. So therefore, let us focus on the positive and doing the right thing when it comes to the spiritual side of things. And we're going to look at one more section of scripture. And that is going over to the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29. We're going to look at 29 to the end of the chapter. Um, I love this section of, of uh, scripture, this book of Ephesians. Um, you know, there's actually a Christian rock band called Building 429, and they use this verse for the name of their band, um, so it's kind of cool. But it says, Ephesians chapter 4, 29 says, Let no coarse, or sorry, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearers and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from with all malice uh, from you sorry with all malice and be ye 
kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. And that's, that's the importance of this whole podcast today is being encouraging, uplifting, praying for, ministering to somebody with our tongue instead of us being like the world. And don't get me wrong, it's easy to fall into the world's traps and desires and things, but we as believers need to fight those urges. You know, Paul has that spiritual battle back and forth of his flesh and his spirit, wanting to do what is right in the spirit, but unable to because of the physical. And we need to die to self every day when we get up. We need to ask God to give us direction for the day. Who can we be a minister to? Who can be touched by our words of encouragement? How can we effectively glorify God and work in his kingdom today? That's what we should be doing when we wake in the morning. When we go to bed at night, we should be asking God to forgive us of our sin, whatever that sin might be. So hopefully you've listened to this whole entire podcast and didn't leave it because I was talking about taming the tongue. Sometimes our topics are not pleasant, but we still need to discuss them because they're in the Bible. And if they're in the Bible, then they're there for us to learn and to apply and to share for a reason. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this brief time that we could gather around and listen to your word. Help myself and help us who are listening to be better at taming our tongue. To not give in to the coarse joking or the gossip about somebody. But instead, help us to take our tongue, to glorify you with it, to advance your kingdom, to touch lives, to minister to those to give somebody a word of encouragement that needs to hear it. Because again, we might be the only Bible or Jesus that they see come into their life. They might not know of another person that can present the gospel. Always help us, Lord God, though, to present your gospel out of love and humility. Not boastfulness, not pridefulness, but help our pride to be diminished. And help us to gently and lovingly share your word, just as your son Jesus Christ did for us. And ask these things in thy son's name, Jesus Christ, amen. You've been listening to By the Water with me, James G. Take a look ahead at next week's podcast scriptures. We're going to be talking about the rich man and the poor man in the book of James. So until then, God bless.